0: Hey, I'm Parker Lennon, and this is Chuck Stack, and you're listening to FAC Fitness use fitness as a goal for something we wanted to do, and and it allowed us to do things like rock climbing and surfing and and do it in a fun way.
1: Things you should question yourself about before you compete.
0: Everybody's different, and so if you think you're going to be just like that study or you think you're going to fall directly into that category, you're probably
1: wrong. I follow doctors and certain trainers that are PhDs and stuff so that I can get what they're doing their research on.
0: High game is the relentless pursuit Suit of meeting new people. Yeah. <laughs> this was <laughs>
1: like killing
0: a <laughs> million little organisms <work laughs> at a time. I was in a really bad place, but what got me through was fitness, number one, and secondary was meditation and really good friends, of course.
1: Um, so, what does self quantification mean to you, Chuck? It basically means like using something for the interpretation of data. Okay. So, uh, for yourself, and, and that's like heart rate monitors. FitBits, iPhones, know, iPhones um, pedometers, you know, like all sorts of stuff that tracks either activity movement. I mean, there's even power meters and stuff that people strap to themselves and everything. And it's all good information, but sometimes you guys are geeking out on the wrong information. And that's kind of what we're trying to throw out there with this is like, unless you can interpret the information Why the hell are you taking it? Right. I mean, that's like, that's my biggest take. Like I am a scientist. I take a lot of information a lot of times, you know, like that is my approach to fitness. I want to take as much information, gather what from it I can and put it together in your best optimization of what you can become. That's what, that's it. I mean, that's what, that's what I do. So it's one of those things that, um, you know should you be taking your power meter your power stroke power per pedal you know like uh, your altitude you know like all this stuff and people are like looking at their altitude for like 30 hours on their f- computer they're like oh i went at this point i was here and blah 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 and you're like dude if you would just stop stressing about it <laughs> you'd probably have better results yeah. you know like if you just went out and rode it'd be amazing, you know, and even music sometimes can be a bad impression on kind of like what you're doing. Cause like sometimes you listen to music and you're like, yeah, I'm having an awesome workout. And then all of a sudden you realize you're like, no, I'm just bobbing my head on the squat rack. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I'm just like, I'm twiddling my thumbs or like, I'm staring into nowhere. Like, and those are the things that I'm trying to like, or I'm reading my heart rate monitor and it's slowing me down or, yeah. you know, like, oh, no, my heart rate's too high. What am I ever going to do? You I'm know, in the like, red zone. Yeah. Like that. And that's that is why I quit doing a lot of this, you know, because I, if you I mean, Parker, you remember I had a heart rate monitor on like 24 seven for yeah. years <laughs> for like years. I was like always monitoring this stuff and um
0: and for those of you who don't know like if you haven't gathered it on our podcast i'm the one that doesn't track shit and chuck yeah. tr- tracks a lot of things and sure. he like looks into it and he's very into the
1: periodizing of his programs which he's kind of turned me into like one of m- more of those and people it's funny because you saying that it we've influenced each other in our right. own ways you know like and i've gone to a less self-quantitative methods because i've realized that you know like listening to my body can a lot of times be more of a better determinant of what I need to do right and that's exactly what I so uh, heart rate variability training is the reason that I wore a heart rate monitor for years I wanted to know as soon as I woke up if my heart rate was spiked if I wasn't recovering well if I was stressed I, I, I can tell all these things based off of what my numbers are doing so I realized exactly that when I was like, wow, my buddy Parker is just like killing it all the time. He doesn't do anything, you know, like why, what makes that method better than my method? You know, like I should be better. I'm doing all this research on my body and blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's like, and like, that's not an exact example because I didn't think that of Parker, but I did think like, wow, you know, like Parker doesn't take any recording of his, you know, other than like, maybe like, Oh, I finished in two hours and 30 minutes or, yeah. you know, like that, that type of. Quantification, you know, and,
0: well, here's a funny thing. And and this kind of goes back to, um, marathoning and, uh, you know, triathlon training. Um, you can go into a race and have all these expectations based upon like what you've exactly. been doing in practice and have a yes. shit day and shit race. Sure. And what sucks for a lot of people is they'll, they'll do that for their like first race. They'll go in, sure. they have all this good base and like you've trained them. And then they just bonk in the race. And you want to know why they bonk? Cause they push themselves harder than they've been used to in their training and they didn't follow their metrics and they yeah, didn't look at their point. time. Right. Um, and A lot of times like I just know with my training where I need to be and also where I need to shut off. And if I don't know that, then what tends to happen is I I'll bonk like I'll have even in the gym. Sometimes I'll just my body will shut down. It's like, hey,
1: I can't do this anymore. You need to stop. And it happens. It's funny because through the Latin, you know, fasting has actually taught me a lot about this, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's like. You do reach a point, I mean, and even like I was talking in our last podcast, it's, you know, you do reach a point where you start being really aware of what's going on in your body, Mm -hmm. you know, extremely aware, like, like, I mean, so one thing that I was talking about, and I kind of mentioned to you, um, in the sense that we need to talk about ADHD, because I am ADHD, even certain foods affect my attention span and how well I can focus and stuff like that. And it's because I am ADHD, you know, so I'm just a higher functioning person with ADHD. So, um, all these things affect our body in different ways, you Mm -hmm. know, and if you're watching, so think of it this way. If you just think, Oh no, golly shocks, what's going on. Your body starts stimulating negative hormone response, negative results. Your, your your brain starts spinning. It laying in bed, you can you can get yourself worked up more than somebody. You can like produce more. I think it's cortisol levels. It just in stressing out than somebody that's pre- preparing themselves to skydive for the first time. That's amazing. That no, just, the mind-body connection is huge. Right. You can, it's pa- underestimated. You can panic yourself yep. over absolutely nothing. Well, that's what bed. a panic
0: attack is. Right. And Anxiety attack. Sure. Anxiety attack is is you mentally have created this environment that does not exist that is causing you now to have respiratory issues, right. um, stress. I mean, it can cause all kinds of stuff,
1: like really serious symptoms. Sure, and sometimes this heart rate monitor that you keep looking at every 10 which is also affected by your mind by the way exactly you're telling yourself you're giving yourself a signal oh no i'm doing too much i need to slow down whereas if you're just like in your mind you think like okay i can't breathe let me focus on my breathing okay wow i feel a lot better you know like All of a sudden, your times are going down. Whereas if you looked at your heart rate, I guarantee you would be spiking. You're going to put yourself in a tailspin. You're like, oh, no, my heart rate's too high. I need to calm it down. Oh, no, I can't get it down. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. What's going on? So now you've stressed yourself into a higher heart rate. Right. Yeah, and that that could definitely happen. And that's what I was realizing is that every time I looked at my heart rate monitor, I was going, holy cow, I need to get back into zone three. Holy cow, I need to get back into zone two. Whereas I need to be like, I feel good or I feel bad end of story you know, you know like it, it's just a case in point you know like just end it there <laughs> You know? like yeah don't, don't stress yourself out over thing anything um, and it goes back to to one of those things that I like to always reiterate to my clients are you doing something towards your goal great don't worry about it <laughs> you know? yeah. are you not okay panic <laughs> you know like you're not doing anything towards your goal panic get back on track and now you're good, you know. Like it, it's it, it's such a simple mindset, but that's what I realize is that sometimes simplicity is such a beautiful thing.
0: People ask me a lot of times back in the day um, when I was doing triathlons, like like what do you do for you know what times you're trying to hit? And I was like, I don't know, I train without a watch. And they're like, what? You know, triathletes are notorious. They have the Iron Man watches, right? Right. They're notorious for having watches. Wow, and they're like, well, how do you know? And I was like does it matter what my time is? Sure. I'm competing like to win my age group. Right. And if I can see that that dude in front of me has, you know, well, back in the day it was like 20, whatever, um, would be my age group. Um, I can see that he's in my age group and I'm like, okay, I want to beat that guy. Sure. You know, it's, it's just a matter of do you do need the metrics. Probably not. Um, for somebody who is really number, uh, oriented, maybe so like, you know, your engineers, your, your math people, They're gonna love numbers. Better
1: understanding, to the the situation.
0: Scientists are kind of, you know, they're like engineers versus scientists. You know, like you, you talk about somebody who's very much like, oh, well, these are the possibilities. A scientist might be like, I don't want the numbers, right? But some might be like,
1: oh my god, please, like, give me. And that, and that was me. I fixated on the numbers Mm -hmm. so much to the point where I was like, oh, okay, I'm stressing myself out too, you know. And that, that was a good point. You're saying, you know, of just like, oh, I don't run with a watch, like. I mean, some of the better times before all these run trackers and stuff came out, I ran way faster you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was just, uh, I do it more for, to motivate you guys <laughs> yeah. to, to realize like, Hey, I'm, cause you can
0: post with, I'm you know, run keeper.
1: Yeah. And, and like my sponsors love to see my Strava stuff. So that's another reason I do it. You know, it's just, um, it's staying in the now for me too, because I tend to be a, uh, technical technology unsavvy person. So I tried to stay <laughs> no shit <laughs> into it as well as I can. But um, this is
0: the fastest setup we've ever had because you didn't bring anything. Yeah, right. Because you're slow as hell yes. <laughs> with all that I shit. Um, um, no, no. But I would say to you, you know, being on the flip side of things, Runkeeper did really help me as far as my training every okay. once in a while. But it's, it's also one of those things that I don't like to do very often. Um I don't even have it on my phone right now. Um I'm not training for running events yet. I think I will be at the towards the end of this year, but um I just I think it's cool to see what your mile times are. I know because I was I know I had all the metrics in high school I had the metrics for you know I would know what my splits should be in a, a mile run or a half mile run or you know a two mile I would know sure. that I was like okay my splits are off so I need to pick it up or whatever because you're getting it every 400 sure um and the, the same thing when it comes to like cross-country swimming I know um all my times what it, it needed to be um and then when you get out of it you're like dude I don't want to wear a watch I don't want to constantly look sure. at my time right um, but if I do look at, let's say I'm running and I'm at mile 10, and they have a clock up. Um, and I see, you know, for one, my fastest half marathon, I look up and I'm at mile 10 and it's, um, one hour and really? I'm like, Oh shit, these last three miles are going to kill me. You know, like, and that's, those are the kind of things you need to know it, but at the same time, you don't need to see it on your watch constantly.
1: Right. Yeah. And and, I mean, we're obviously fitness geeks. So, you know, this stuff is fascinating to us and, you know, we like to learn from it. And um, but there as athletes, we realize that it's not important all the time. Not all the time. And it's it's just like, you know, you take somebody in a weight loss goal, you know. So what is the number one thing that people self quantify with? Weight. exactly. Everybody everybody self-quantifies with weight
0: and what's the number one why? thing that both
1: of us say why about weight exactly don't quit focusing on weight yep. weight is simply the amount of gravity that is pulling down on your body i tell people
0: that all the time. that's all it is
1: Yep. that's all it is like, <laughs> it's exactly what it's them. you're like hey, jump okay yeah gravity still exists that's, i mean that's all i care about like are you gonna float away no okay cool well we need to focus on getting you to move better getting you to feel better well it's you're not even look better the, you know, the like problem is
0: that society pushes weight right and weight it's called weight loss like sure. you can't even call it any if you're like oh i, I want to focus on muscle gain for you they're like oh shit no yeah,
1: right. but if you, you focus on weight, weight
0: loss even yeah. though really what you're going for is muscle gain and sure. fat reduction yeah um you know then they're fine with it um so Same what
1: the toning we were talking about yeah, the toning the toning, yeah. just, uh, just the other day and it's just you know toning it gets that's exactly what we're talking about you know like people self-quantify toning thinking it's weight i I lose (laughs) weight you know like no it's not you if you lose weight you're you might be getting fatter honestly like you could be and that's what happens with a lot of endurance athletes is they gain or they don't gain weight they lose weight they lose muscle too yeah and they end up gaining body fat because of it because they get skinny fat you know and it's just because they're pushing their bodies to an extreme amount but um, i would say let's let's look at some of the
0: other apps so one that we do utilize it's great for self-quantification for our clients is uh, my fitness pal sure uh i think under armor just bought it out is that the one yeah, they they've, been,
1: out? they've owned them for a while now yeah as far as uh, a, a partnership I want to say, I don't know if it's a... a Well, Under Armour is getting into
0: buying all all those apps, I think.
1: Well, and and they were one of the first that started doing like a uh, self-quantify suit, you know, or like a it had that little sensor on the chest. You oh, really? that Like there was one that had like a, a sensor on the chest. Now they, have well,
0: what about Nike? Nike had those little sensors in their shoes too for sure. the Nike yeah, run out. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. The Nike plus. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, those are all ways of self-quantifying, you know, the Fitbit. That's another way. And, and a lot of times they're horribly inaccurate and it's just, uh, you want to hear true stories from the trenches of clients. I had a
0: client that, would get in a competition with his friends for activity tracking on the Fitbit and put his Fitbit on his windshield wipers and let it run. Yes. I was thinking about that
1: when they were talking about all the Pokemon Go stuff. Jesus. Did you hear about any of that? Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. It's, uh, they're like kids are putting their phone on their. And like their microwave was like one of the tips, like put it on the little turn wheel in the microwave and it'll keep going. And of course it destroys their phone. <laughs> ha ha ha. You yeah. I mean, but it's, it's just like all those things. And so and with another thing, so the fitness, it can be a
0: tool or it can be just the worst thing possible for I people. I forget
1: what somebody said the other day about the Fitbit, but they were like, they basically said like, Oh, I was sitting on the can and like moving my arm around and realize I moved 35 steps. and you're like wait what (laughs) you know like so it's just like there's going to be some inaccuracies in a lot of this stuff and even the heart rate monitors and everything you know now with them going to sensors just on the wristwatch they're even more inaccurate than a chest strap you know so it's just you have to think of this stuff and the accuracy of the information that you're testing as well because you know i do a gps tracker like my or like like map my run or you know my fitness Mm -hmm. pal or uh with some of the other ones there's like Strava and Nike run-up Nike, yeah, yeah Nike Nike run up. App, I mean Reebok all those guys they have one dude but they're all gonna say it's different numbers well I would you know? say that's too what, that's what drives me crazy when have you ever had it
0: like tell you that you ran like a, a three-minute mile Yes. Like it just
1: gets off. Yeah. You're on the beach and that it's happened like the other day. Like you're I was like, with what a client the- and I know he, mile one. I know and he doesn't like, run that oh. fast. I mean, I know I don't run that fast, but it was like five minute miles. And yeah. I'm like talking to him as we're running. I'm like, there's no way that my short, stubby ass <laughs> is running five minute miles. So that's,
0: that's Parker pace right there.
1: Yeah. No, it was, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it can be horribly enlightening, you know, in where you stand, you know, and that's kind of, I like to look at it more of, that sense it's more of a you look at it just like a trainer you know like it's not good to entirely do something under the supervision of a trainer you know like cuz then you rely on that external feedback mechanism all the time yeah. you rely on that trainer to say like good squat good form your knees were in focus on this focus on that you know like and if you don't practice those things and that's why as a trainer I don't always say stuff to my clients you know like I'm if you listen to me train I'm like way I'm, I, I call myself like a, a analytics, you know, like I, I am so like analytic about your form that I'm watching your knees, hips, shoulders, everything at the, all times, you know, like and don't. Expect, and
0: sometimes you have to back away from that because you're so analytical that you're like, don't expect uh, me to count
1: because yeah. I'm focusing on form so much, you know, like partially that's your responsibility. We are the same. I know where you're at. <laughs> You know, like don't. I do sometimes. Like, oh well, I did thirty, and you're, I'm like, no, you didn't do thirty. I know what thirty takes. You know, like <laughs> you have you noticed most
0: that like most people can't sessions. count anyways? Maybe they need. That's what they really need. They need a fucking app for counting reps because those motherfuckers don't ever get it right.
1: I, you know, it, and I just keep my mouth shut. And, they, <laughs> and they're like, dude, Chuck, you can't count. I'm like, yeah, I am horrible at math.
0: But Let's you. Let's that. You <laughs> didn't do thirteen. Yeah. You did. You did eight. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. No. Now, and, um, here's a great example. Have you ever dealt with um what is it called um ah can't remember the name of the the company uh the ones that actually count your reps and you go with a program chip
1: mm,
0: no we had them at the Y I'll think of it in a second but so these machines they uh they basically were meant more for the older population right they gives you a workout and you follow the workout right and you go through and you put your key in and you actually do the reps, and it will tell you how many reps that you've done. Um, and so it, um, it's a self-quantifying thing. But the problem is now the workout's the same. The workout's the same over and over. It's Techno Gym, Techno Gym. Okay. Hmm. Um, they're super popular in the Ys in San Diego for some odd reason. And they started to phase them out. And, and people were getting crazy about it. And they're like, well, you need a replacement for this. And the thing is that that was one of those like, oh, it'd be so cool if we can tell them how much weight they're supposed to do when they, they sit down and um, how many reps they have to do and how many sets they have to go through. Well, the problem is if you only have one workout, what's going to happen? You're going to get plateaued within right. two, three weeks. And that's what these people were doing. They're like, oh, I just love my workout. I'm like, your workout, like your workout should change. And that's one of those self-quantifying things didn't work out um i don't think they even make that system anymore
1: yeah well then now there's a different uh like power output meters and yeah like, uh, i forget what they call them but just different sensors and everything that are multi-directional and everything and such that tell you you know like oh you squatted this fastest this rep and this fast and another other rep um whoop is one of the the products uh the Beast is another one um, the, again, they're all like wearable sensors. Um, and that's something it's, it's along a lot of the same lines of what you're talking about. And it tells them, you know, a lot of times what weight they should be using, what tempo they should be going at and everything like that. Um, those are very statistically driven, you know? So if you're an outlier or something, then it's like you can't take Usain Bolt and tell them, you know, you need to do, you know, squats, 500 pound squats, you know, like that's like such a generalized thing that it, it just like you're saying, you know, it generalizes like everything to where you're doing exactly the same thing. And
0: somebody why? made a great reference the other day. Like you can make an athlete great in the gym, but it won't
1: apply to their sport. You're right. Yeah, exactly. And it's a lot of times people think that the harder you work in the gym, the better your results are going to be out of the gym. And that's almost never the case, you know, like the harder you work at that sport, the better your results will be for that sport. And I've come to find that it's a lot of times how smart you work at that sport, you know, how smart you work with this. I mean, yes, smarter, not harder. Right. And and that's why I think that this is a very important topic with the self-quantification is that a lot of people think they're working smarter by buying some gadget that's going to tell them, oh, I'm doing, you know, awesome, you know, Pace, or I'm doing uh, my heart rates through the roof or my rpms are a little low or you know just uh, I'm I should be here I should be there you know it's it, it's just that stuff is external stressors that we already don't need um, unless you can properly interpret the data you shouldn't be playing around with that stuff I mean you' well it's what fun. do you think
0: feels that you think it's just the the fact that people want to be able to uh You know, post it to social media, like with RunKeeper. I know one thing. I'm looking, like, if I ever use it, I'm just like, okay, so this has to be a good run. Because if I'm going to post this on Facebook, I want people to be like, oh, my God, he's running fast-ass miles, you know? Sure. Do you
1: think that fuels it, or do you think it's just um, the ego? I think it is. It's a lot of a marketing you know, it's, it's honestly a lot of marketing and the, the ego, bragging rights, you think, too. Yeah, I was about to say a little bit with friends. Ego. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, e- ego driven, e- egocentrics, it's it's definitely applies there I, in the sense that I feel like we are always trying to beat our chest in yeah. society, you know, and say like, oh, I did this and I did that, you know, like. And that's what I know that neither Parker or myself are trying to do with any of our posts or anything. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I do. I think I think Chuck. He.
0: I sometimes I'm just like, oh fuck yeah, I did this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be honest. Like, I, I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I'm. I'm like, hell yeah, like I'm stoked on myself. It's not like com- competition with anybody else. And, and
1: that's what I mean by the yeah. beating of the chest. It's. It's not like this uh, mating ritual where we're like I'm stronger <laughs> than you. You know, like I'm the alpha male. You know, like that's not what we're going for. We're we're typically going for like. Hey, come on! You know, get your ass outside. Get yeah. off the couch. You know, do something. Do something productive. You know, like that's most of the, the time. The direction we're heading in.
0: Yeah. Well, there's no Every PR once to- in a while, it's right. like,
1: yeah, I did awesome. Yeah. You know, like, help me feel good because it was an accomplishment that I worked really hard to get to.
0: Yeah, like the um, uh, I posted a video of um, my snatch the other weekend. I think it was last Saturday, and it's taken me forever just to get up to one thirty-five. <laughs> like this, these.
1: These lifts are hard yeah. for me. No, And that's exactly it. You know, it's uh, it's just uh, sometimes we. There's no metric for a PR like that. Right. And there's and no app for that. That's what I feel like people are missing in the self-quantification is that, you know, it they bum themselves out over not hitting that PR, whereas they should be focused on continuing to hit that PR or what do I need to do to get that PR, you know, rather than being like, oh, I didn't make it. Yeah, and tonight sucked. Oh man, I'm not gonna post this one. You know, like it's just like, yeah, that's cool, but it's... or I don't look very aesthetic, so I'm not gonna post a selfie. Yeah, well, and it's like that's part of the problem with some of these leading fitness professionals is that they don't want to post the the downside of things. You know? Oh no, they don't want to post the the nitty gritty. You know, like they want to post post the. You know, fields of flowers and the rainbows and the dandelions yeah. and oh, smell the flowers—it's so pretty on this. side Oh, of look grass. at these
0: abs that I had six months ago, but right, right now I'm actually munching on a pizza. Yeah, but they won't admit that because they're trying to push part- products, and they have a huge library of pictures they can post.
1: Sure, and we've talked about that before. Um, but I that's w- another—I mean, that's another form of self-quantification. I know, was like going to say, some yes. people they—they'll <clears> sit there and pick apart pictures and everything, and they'll be like man, and this week I looked awesome and this week I didn't. Well, I think I- it's a
0: good form um, for a lot of our clients to show a before and after. And yeah. I, I love clients taking pictures as sure. they go through the results. And they're going to have days where they're like, oh, I didn't like that. But those days when you make those big successes and you can see a huge difference side by side, I think real good self-quantification. I know it sounds really egocentric, but selfie pictures. It's it's. They're progress pictures. Yeah. It's, it's a progress. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to call it. I, I, you don't have to use a selfie stick for it. Use the mirror. I mean, you can do that back picture over your shoulder. Right. Like, oh, there's all kinds you yeah, can do.
1: It, you know, and that's, that's one of the things that irritated me when that study came out uh, a couple of years ago about how people that take selfies or whatever, are narcissists, you know, like if the person's sitting there saying like, uh, man, I look so great today that's a narcissistic response. That's a narcissist, you know, somebody that's like, I feel great, look at me, you know, like that, that's kind of like, that is more of a, a narcissistic behavior. Whereas the the study was saying people that post selfies, specifically shirtless selfies, um, are more narcissists, you know, like it's just it, it's, it's misinterpreted hey, I got a, a lot, I
0: got a little tidbit for that study. Everybody's narcissistic. Guess who comes first? Numero uno is you. Yeah, and, and, I mean... That's... Think about yourself before you think about other people. And not only on top of that, I'll let you finish in a second. Not only on top of that, but this society has really made more, um, I guess, independent people. And I wouldn't call them narcissists. And I'm I'm one of those people and a lot of the people that I'm friends with, you know. And I I don't think you're narcissistic or anything. I think you're a very independent person. Like. Sure you and Ariana are kind of separate in your ways. And like the, you know, most people I can hang out with are that way. Um, They don't need somebody with them at all times to have fun. And if that makes you a narcissist and I'm relating this to selfie pictures because a lot of fitness professionals I'm friends with are this way. um, Then I I think that most people would be
1: considered that. Right. And I think, you know, it was one thing we have to realize about psychology. Mm -hmm. Psychology is a horribly unrepeatable science. Horribly, You know, like it, you, you sit two people down side by side, you show them a couple of pictures, what they see is going to be completely different. Exactly. That's like a true testament right there of like how unrepetitable or unrepetitive it can be, you know, like you, yes, you'll find patterns and stuff if you do more and more testing and everything. But at the same time, you're going to have outliers. You're going to have people. And with these people that are narcissists, so to speak, it doesn't mean that they're completely engulfed in themselves. You know, right. that's 90% of the time not what some fitness professional or somebody mm-hmm. in the fitness world is doing. I mean, I and, and it's funny because I'm thinking of one person specifically that kind of threw it out there. And then all of a sudden, like a year or two years later, they get into fitness and it's like, boom, selfie, boom, selfie. They've shot yeah. a couple selfies. And I'm like, see, you see what I see now. You know, like I remember when you said, Oh, you know, like this person's posting, you know, fitness selfies are so selfish or whatever. You know, like, it's just like, it, you know, a lot of times I look at it this way. When you walk into a room full of people, what do you think those people are thinking? N- not about you. They're they're not like, oh, that guy's got blonde hair. He's got blue eyes. You know, like, oh, look at his clothes. They're thinking, oh, shit, is he, is he noticing my hair? Is he noticing that I'm not wearing my favorite shirt is he because they're relating it to themselves. Yeah. Cause they're so worried about themselves. And yeah. that's what I, I think it was a great thing that you said, you know, like we're all narcissists, you know, like we should, we should be, we we should be concerned about ourselves, you know, and that if more people were concerned more about themselves rather than other people, this place would be a lot more you know, pleasurable because yeah. we would be focused on what we're doing rather than hating on the other person for doing what they're doing. Exactly. You, you'd be like, that's cool you know parker's at the gym for the fourth time this week and and that should be a normal response it shouldn't be like oh man parker god this guy posts so many pictures you know like why does he post pictures of himself he's so narcissist you know like that that's negative that you're putting on yourself yeah that has nothing to do with well i
0: think it has a lot to do with the psychology and and here's another thing to add to it would you rather a society full of people who were concerned about everybody else and not comfortable in their own skin right that are literally suffering from depression sure. anxiety sure. and basically what you described was somebody was anxious about themselves. Right. Yes. And, and I would say it's that's not normal. being
1: comfortable with yourself. Right. And, and I used to not be comfortable with myself, you know, yeah. like and, and, and so I feel like I can attest for this is because there were points in my life that I was very unhappy with where my life was and instead of I shouldn't say that because there was a point when I realized, why do I keep pointing my finger? Why? You know, like, I'd stop, like, if I'm going to point my finger, it should be my thumb right back at myself. Exactly. You know, like, I am the reason that I'm like this. I am the reason I'm not happy. I am the reason that I'm not getting this success. I am the one that's not putting in the hard work.
0: I think I, I did a Facebook post about this about a month ago. Really? I was like, yeah, it's, it sucks when you realize that the problem is yeah, you. Sure. No, you and, know,
1: and, and that's one of my like longest running jokes at this point is that, you know, like look at all the issues in your life and realize the common denominator. A lot and of it's times it's you, you, you yeah. know, like and, <laughs> it and it's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to realize, but when you do realize it, life becomes a lot easier. You're like, Wow like, holy cow, I'm not, I'm no longer blaming people for anything. I'm aware of what's going on in my day to day basis, you know, and that's a, that's a, it's just such a, 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 relieving feeling, you know, like you just really do. You feel like the of the world's been lifted off your shoulders and it really has because you've been putting the weight of everybody else's problems and issues and everything else on you.
0: I think what you'll wow. find, too, with really alpha people, especially in the um, the fitness industry, is they might post selfies of themselves, and they might be, like, on a social media level, like, very um, full of themselves. We'll say, sure. you know, that they're narcissists or whatever, and they look like that. Um, and then you meet them in person, and you realize they're inspiring tons of people, and their posts are inspiring tons of people. Right. So if that makes them narcissistic to actually inspire those people... Um, then I would say it's the lesser of two evils, you know, like, and, and for the most part, they
1: actually give a shit, right? Most of these people, I mean, I would say it's like a personal status. It's like a a personal sacrifice for the benefit of other people. And and that's kind of like how I look at a lot of these, that's why, I mean, when I go out and run with a client or when I go work out with a client or when I, when I like try to inspire my clients that's what I'm doing that's my purpose with that you know like I've kind of given up on my personal I I shouldn't say that I have not given up on my personal goals but I've given up on the stress that's related with me being the best yeah I now want everybody else to be the best you know and the best is not one person I, I, I keep it keeps reminding me of of Dr. Jason Richardson He said a lot of this stuff, but I'm realizing that I'm starting to reiterate a lot of it because it makes so much sense. But the best is not one person. It never is one person. The best is a group of people that are leading something, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, you. Well, it's if you
0: look at this podcast, right. I I was like I want to do a podcast and I was like but I want you to be a part of it because I knew that if I did this podcast and I did like a Facebook live earlier this week where it was just me and I was like God it feels so awkward sure. you know and it wasn't it wasn't a podcast it was just me talking about a topic and it just we bring out the best of you know both of our different backgrounds sure. and then we you add points that I wouldn't think of and vice versa. And we, we, we've talked about, we want to lift up the community around sure. us as far as fitness professionals, right? It's not just what we want. We want to bring everybody up together. Yeah, like
1: we're, we're trying, we're in it for all the same reason. Yeah. You know, like if you're somebody that's made it this long, you're probably thinking that a lot of the same stuff that exactly. we are, you know, you're probably like, man, I just want to get out there and want to help more people. Yep. We hope that we can teach you more tools that can get you to help more people. Exactly. Um, and it, it did come from us being uncomfortable in our own skin at some point. Oh yeah. And
0: And we've mentioned that, that we've both had, you know, some anxiety with something about our body
1: or, you know, our performance. Yeah. And it's, it's just, uh, it's uh, the sad reality that everybody has those struggles, you know? And, um, you know, you look at it in these days with depression and, you know, the suicide rates and stuff like that in different realms. And
0: it's crazy. They're linking suicide to the amount of like, likes you get on Facebook now. You know, like your social media presence and that's, you know, that's a form of self-quantification for the average person too. There you go, for your social life.
1: Yeah. You know, like because you're not getting 10 likes, because you're not getting a thousand likes, because you're not getting a million likes, you know. It is
0: frustrating if you're, if you're doing it for, from a business standpoint, like if you don't see people are watching it on the podcast or, you know, you don't get questions. It it is frustrating. simply
1: putting your heart and soul into something. Right. And it, you're not getting the response that you want, you know, like it's, it is, and it can be extremely tiresome, but. Well, uh, here's a good example. You post something up that like actually means something to you. Like, sure. oh my God, it's awesome.
0: My client this is, my client has lost, you know, I, I post up a picture. My client's lost like 10, 15 pounds. Sure. It looks awesome. And it gets like 10 likes and I post a picture of me, sure, you know, half naked. And what do you know? I'm up to like a hundred. Nah. And for me, it's, it's the reverse response. Cause I'm like, why is it that, you know, My following only wants to look at, you know, like it's obviously mostly women or something. They only want to look at me half naked. If I post me like jumping uh, something on a mountain bike, nobody fucking likes it. If I post my music stuff,
1: nobody likes it. (laughs) It's it's very interesting in that regard because it it, it is exactly that way. And you see it in the fitness industry with everybody bashing everybody. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, uh, he didn't lose... eight pounds, you know, or like steroids or whatever they say, you know, like, it's like, why, why those people that are bashing everyone else are exactly are doing that. They, they should be pointing the finger back at themselves, but they're so discontent with something in their life, you know, that is making them reach out and harm other people because misery loves company. Oh yeah. We all know that saying.
0: And And when uh, you've dealt with the clients and turned them around to where, you know, they started as those
1: people that were just talking shit all the time. And now they're like more like accepting. It's amazing when you see that in somebody. Yeah. When you see that that transformation and you see in their mind that they're like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good today. You know, or like you just, you all of a sudden you see like, I can see the impact this is making on this person. You know, this person is happier, you know, they're, they're more pleasant, you know, they're talking about their joys and their hobbies, you know, rather than their, their hardships and their sorrows, you know, like, and, uh, try this. If you are one of those people or let's, let's back it up even a, a step further. Let's try this. Catch yourself next time you say something negative. Just catch yourself like don't whether you do something about it or you don't whether you say like "Mm, that was kind of a nasty comment or whether you're like, "Hmm, yeah, I said that
0: like (laughs)
1: whatever it may be like, I don't care. I just want you to realize what you're saying and, and realize the effects of the words and realize the effects of your attitude. If you simply smile at somebody, if you say hello to somebody, if you say, man, I like your hat something like that like or like if so
0: the people it, i remember are people who i wouldn't say remember
1: just but, but i really so have radiating that it rubs off right they
0: just they tell you a compliment right away sure that and, whether they are genuine or not they're just like you know i really i really like your shoes and even though that's like not something that's attributed to you sure that's huge because you're like oh man like That person reached out to tell me something positive. Yeah.
1: No. And and I mean, I try to do it every time I see somebody. If I see a shirt that I find absolutely hilarious, I'm like, dude, I love your shirt. Like, or like, I don't know if I like somebody's haircut, even I'll be like, dude, where'd you get your haircut? That's, you know, I like your style or whatever, or
0: whatever. Like, or fast forwarding to, we talk about, you know, social media. I don't mind leaving a. And this, I I don't, some guys are not comfortable doing this, but dude, do look shredded. I'm like, dude, awesome gains. Like I will say it outright. and It's not in a a gay way by any means, but like, you know, that's, that is, that is what it is. It's that digital high five. Yeah.
1: Like bro, man. Awesome. Natty gains. Give some, uh, give something positive out there. You know, it's, it's the, you'd be amazed at just the energy that you put off and how it affects the outcome. You know, even if you're having a horrible day, take a second, breathe, get it out, say, I'm not going to have a bad day anymore, you know, or it's my decision to have a bad day or not. And, and it might turn your day around. It probably will. And regardless if it doesn't or not, you're going to go to sleep nice and sound at night because you know, you made the best effort to make that day the best that it could be.
0: So let's full circle back around to the, the, self-quantification apps um do you need them like are, are, is it a
1: necessity you think i'd say a, a necessity no i'd say a useful tool if used properly it's just like a hammer you can't just drive nails all day long you know like if you if you just drive nails all day long you're just putting holes in in places that you might not be able to repair and that's exactly what I look at. And when you have a tool like a watch or a heart rate monitor or something like that, you might be driving the nail in your coffin, you know, in the sense that you're you're pulling yourself away from what you should be really focused on. And I I have found that in any product, when we're talking about supplementation, when we're talking about self-quantification, when we're talking about anything question yourself, you know, like, think like, is this product really going to make or break me? You know, like, I I, don't get me wrong. I want to go out and buy the next $500 piece of equipment. That's going to make me better. You know, like I don't get, don't get me confused. I'm always looking for that stuff. And that's partly why I'm such a nerd is because I, there is a selfish side of me. That's like, "Hmm, I want to apply this to myself, but on that same token, uh, I have found that it can be such a crutch just like anything else you know like if anything used improperly can be detrimental
0: yeah and i was gonna say i, I think it is a great tool every once in a while i think you sure. should like if you're a runner every once in a while take your headphones out and run naturally um every once in a while make sure you don't have your watch on
1: sure. just do it by yeah, how just you try feel it out you yeah know? like don't be scared to get away from those things because you know, so many runners, so many endurance athletes, they are, they're like tied to their wristwatch oh, yeah. or their, their heart rate monitor or their GPS. Especially like, what if
0: you go on vacation? Just like, just take your watch off, turn off your phone and like, just enjoy the fact sure. that you don't have that normal atmosphere and One just of my run on trails. to do
1: is to just, it, because I am, so again, don't get me wrong. I do use a lot of self-quantification. Mm-hmm. I know how to interpret the information. So that's why I use it. One of my favorite things to do is turn one of those forms of tools on like a GPS tracker and put it in my pocket and just run, not focus on it at all. And when I did have run keeper, I frequently turn off the volume because I don't want to hear her say uh, five minute mile pace or. Dude, I
0: was going to this is whatever. one thing I wanted to bring up, and it's it's kind of I don't know if you feel like it, but do you feel like she's a bitch? I feel like she's mocking me every time she's up. Like, she is a little bitch. She's 10 like 10 minute miles. Yeah. Like, it's oh. like five minute mile. Yeah. I like, there you go. Shut That's the exactly hell up. up. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, you little assholes, shut up. Like, I know you're a faster <laughs> runner than me. No.
1: Uh, but yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it used properly. Um, Try it out. I mean, it, it, if you have the resources, if you have the money, the expendable money, the disposable income to do that, go for it. I mean, if it helps you, great. If it doesn't, know when, it, know when to give it up. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people get so hung up on that stuff that it, yeah. it, it, it just, uh it does, it, it just becomes a crutch. And they don't realize that they're holding themselves back by simply thinking Good for that split second, you know, rather than focusing on what their task at hand is.
0: Let's say kind of my closing thing on it. It's not about the numbers. It's not about how fast you run. Um, it's not about how many reps you can do or how much weight you can do. It's about being consistent and enjoying what you're doing. At the end of the day, you just want to have a healthier lifestyle. You want to enjoy, you know, how you feel from working out. Um, and if you're going for aesthetics, like don't focus on the weight. Focus on, you know, gaining that strength in your performance and then a lot of that weight will come off. Um, It's there, you know, we've talked about a lot of things here and I think the best things are more of the natural benefits that you get from it and more of that natural running pattern or, you know, swimming without hearing this bitch in your ear telling you they just ran a 13-minute mile. Like, it, some of the best parts of it are taking your headphones off and running through the alpine forest in Lake Tahoe, you know? Like, those are the things I remember, not
1: numbers. Yeah, I mean, like, and that's... that's I, I used to be attached to my earbuds, you know? Like, I would always, always listen to music, Always and I was like, you know what I'm missing out so much of this beautiful you know like surroundings that I always ride through or that I, I'm in a place where I've never been before and I'm
0: so have you ever seen that thing. the Zach Afron movie with the DJ one
1: <laughs>
0: he takes his headphones off his headphones die and he starts running he starts hearing all this
1: stuff it's exactly like that yeah no and and those are the times when I can really focus and I can really dig deep into me. And teach myself some stuff, you know, like I I sit there and I solve my problems, you know, or I just start running and I'm like, oh man, you know, like, what am I going to talk about on the podcast this week? Or, you know, like, and these things like could be meditated. Me. Almost. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I look at it. It's like, you know, when you unplug from these things, these, these quantification tools, we're telling people not to listen to our podcast, by the way, yeah, <laughs> take right.
0: your headphones off when you're working. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Quit
1: listening to us. Cause we just tell you better stuff to make you better. So yeah. I don't know why that would be, beneficial <laughs> whatsoever. um, no, I'm just, just kidding, but not really. Um, so it's it just, um, don't get too tied up in it, you know. I feel like we're really bashing everything in kind of like uh, the fitness and health world, but we're not bashing it. We're just
0: saying use it as a tool.
1: Yeah, we're just trying to give you guys some uh, insight as to you know how to approach some of your goals and everything, and, and to realize that it's not always about uh, numbers, so to speak. So uh, that's perfect. I think that that's a, a great place to leave it at and again if you guys do have any questions on on any of your stuff if it is a self-qualification tool if it's something you've been using for years you know there may be something out in the market that's better that we've used that records or more accurately or more information that would be more useful to you uh that we'll try it out we that we might know more about it but um we're always you know more than welcome to to answer your questions on that stuff. And I mean, I've used a lot of the Garmin products, the Polar products, the Fitbit products. I mean, I've I've seen it all in the fitness industry. So I shouldn't say that.
0: No, <laughs> I, you, I you'll see more. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: there's going to be a lot more. They're
0: they're pushing more I'm and more products. So. With
1: a, a lot of what they're they're trying to accomplish. And Parker isn't also, even though he doesn't self quantify he is uh, you know very up to date. And if he's not. Well, oh, my clients still use them. So yeah, and if he's not familiar with the product, we both are very able to interpret what it's trying to record and how it's going to affect you.
0: And I'm more tech savvy, so I'll probably figure it out faster than Chuck <laughs> will. <laughs> he can help, he can he
1: can help you with the updates and stuff, and and I'll help you with that the actual quantification. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, adios. See
1: you later, alligator.
0: Thank you for listening to FAQ Fitness Podcast. If you liked our show, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. For more workout programs, video resources, and to ask your fitness questions, check out our website at faqfitnesspodcast.com.